welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. I am your host, Katie Hunt, and we bring you some of the most scary, but not so scary, but funny, but not so funny, uh, weirdest convention stories that we can think of that are happening on real life events, obviously. No need to make up stories about conventions because some of the shit you can't make up. And my point in today before, like, we're not going to waste any time getting into it. Uh, Ryan is back as one of my guests. Hi, Ryan. Hello. I'm um, back. And uh, we we have quite the story to tell you about a convention we worked um, that literally is wiped off the map. You can't find anything. I, did, I didn't even know this until we just got on to this right now. We were discussing how we were going to, like, broach this subject. And I was and Katie's like, you can't find it anywhere. And then I started Googling. I got really specific. I was Googling the title of this place along with events and guests who were there. And I can't find anything except for one, like somebody's blog right. that was like, I met Letter Nimoy at this convention. That's right. the only information I could find. It is That's crazy. Completely wiped off like existence. And probably because of all the legal shit that happened at it. So. <laughs> okay. So this is not. Okay, so in the convention world, right, like, there's, I, I was just listening to that podcast you and Pat did, right? And mm -hmm. it's like a similar story where it's like, what is with these conventions that do all this weird, shady shit that make conventions look really bad that are like, you know, because there's good conventions out there, but there's so many shady, weird ones. And this is one of those. Yep. Yeah. Very so, much so. <laughs> All right, so are we going to say what this convention is? Or are we uh, just going like, to call it right? Nefi? I think okay. we're just going to call it Nefi. Um, okay. It I, feel was like in... we need, I feel like we need to preface into before the convention and going before we actually get into the crap that happened at the convention. I I mean, it's kind of a blur, but we're going to go for it. I, well, so I was involved with it before you, though. Not because I like wanted to be, but because Pam was there and she was recruiting me. Right. That's how you got involved. Right. Because you were like, hey, you want to come and do it this weekend? And you can be, because we're going to do dating game and dating game is going to be Torchwood theme because we had just come off of a high of doing Torchwood at Kineticon. It went so well. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. wow, I'll get to work another convention? Sure. <laughs> Stupid. Well, that was, that's when you and I were like, how many conventions can we rack up and also format in one year <laughs> yeah that was back when we were like in our prime like hell yeah bring them on like we can do it we could that's um, all we did we just worked and went to cons and performed that's it but that's when our friend our friend m we're gonna refer to as m um okay got a found out that we were gonna be involved and, and uh they were like oh great like we need some help with like you know bigger events at it too and stuff and writing for stuff um, and that's when I got asked to write the radio play, remember? Oh my God. I forgot that was even mm -hmm. happening. So there was a oh big event. God. They had a lot of good, like headlining guest stars coming to be a part of the convention and they were going to hold a dinner, um, to raise money. It was like a dinner theater, right? Yeah. It was supposed to be like a radio play theater thing. And okay. they were like, we want to do like an original script. Can you write something? And I was like, holy crap, I get to write a radio play for, like, Leonard Nimoy and um, J uh, James Hong and Gareth David Lloyd. Like, there was a lot of good names there. I was like, uh, yeah, I definitely want to do that. So I wrote, basically what happened was, is I took all the characters that any of those people had played, and I had them playing opposite characters Right. Um, and it was basically like the doctor and an annoying companion and they're jumping through time trying to find, I can't remember what they were trying to find, but like, you know, they went through like Dudley Do-Right and they went through like Star Trek and like, you know, they bounced around and it was, it was funny. I thought it was funny. I mean, I remember being funny. I remember us having to sit down at M's house with the coordinators the, okay, the owners of this these, these shady owners of this convention. And we had to sit down. We had to sit down and read this script for M. And then the owners. We read this script like three times in a row. I had like, to edit it at least five or six times for them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember that. But we sat there like in one day. And they, it was like, I don't know why we didn't read it one time for all of them in one room. But for some reason, we had to like read it for them individually each time that day. And I was like, I remember by the third time, I was like, I don't know if I can read this again. <laughs> I was like, not because it was bad, but just because we read an entire fucking script. Right. Like, it was like at least what? It was at least like a 30 minute 
screw it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how many times am I performing this today? How right. do people at Festival of the Lion King do this every day? You know? Right, and like, I love it too because they're just like, oh, well, I mean, I don't think this person would say that. I'm like, that's the joke. <laughs> oh, my like, God. I forgot joke. about that. No, and then about a week before the convention actually happened, they email me and they go, yeah, you know, we're just going to use this like box script that we found and that'll be good enough. Thanks anyways. Wait, but like, was I bet you it's a script they wrote themselves. Oh, I don't even know where they found it. No, it was like some actual like back and forth radio show kind of thing. It was stupid. From what I understand, it was pretty bad. Like anybody that went to that dinner was like, oh my God, it was so boring. I don't even remember I don't. The thing is that we were not involved with it after the script left right. your hands, and like then after that, they're like, "We're not doing this." And this wasn't the only problem this convention had. It was like there were so many other things because they recruited me. Well, Pam recruited me because she was in. We think guest relations. We don't really remember, but it's Pam, so she probably was in guest relations, right? And she recruited me because she's like, "We need somebody to run any of the cosplay events," which. Like, they didn't have any lined up. I think they might have had a costume contest, but I don't really remember. But I remember the owners being like, well, we don't understand what cosplay is, and we don't think it should be at the convention. I remember that being a conversation, and I was like, do you, wait, what? What? It, 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 <laughs> yeah. It became very clear to me over the months that I was working for them, before you really even got that involved with it, that I was like, these people don't even know what a convention is. They just want to make money. Like, that's all that they're here for. Right. And it was fucking weird. Well, I think they were nerds because they were really into meeting Leonard Nimoy. And they think they, I think, I feel like they created this entire convention so they could specifically meet him. And they kind of guised that they're, because they hung out with him. They like made this whole thing where they got to hang out with him for three days because they were the owners of the convention. But so I think. go for three days. Or well, how many, however long he was there. He was only there. there for that one day. He was only there for the Saturday. Okay, well, all I know is that they were gone all day because they were with him. Right. So I was like, did they really orchestrate an entire convention so they could hang out with Leonard Nimoy? Yeah. Like, that seems like a lot. But then so. you guys but then you guys got asked to do the shadow cast for Repo. <laughs> okay, well, it wasn't, we weren't asked. It was our actual shadow cast was like, okay, yeah, we'll perform there. Uh, that shadow cast, I loved that show and the people I worked with, but like the show itself did not, do well, well in we'll terms get to of it. Like, we'll get to it because that's part of the story. Well, I just meant in general. I don't mean just Nefi. Like it had a few shows and then died. You right, know what right, I mean? right. But then so. we also got asked to do that tea party, which we'll get to also. <laughs> okay. Well, basically, these people asked us to do like thirty-five different things, and we're right. like, "Yeah, sure, we're right. pros at this." I remember that they wouldn't even give me a place to sit there and be like, okay, we need people to sign up for the cosplay event. So they wouldn't set anything up on the website. And I just had to do it through the message boards and hope to God somebody saw them, which nobody did. So nobody signed up. So we just asked our friends to do stuff, basically. Because yep. that's how we recruited Halden and Maddie to come do this shit show of a convention. Yep. You know, it's funny. I Now that I remember, I remember who told me the shadow cast was okay. You know who told me? Who? Leonard Nimoy's agent. So he liked it. No, he did not like it. Oh, he did not like no, it? No, he's like, it was okay. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So, okay, so like, so getting into like the actual aspect of it, I went into Boston to go meet up. Pam picked me up at the airport because of the, the bus dropped me off at one of the terminals. And right. she's like, I really shouldn't be doing this. But, you know, like since you're here anyways, instead of you trying to figure out where the hell we are in Boston, I have to pick somebody up right now, but you have to pretend you're a guest. Uh, wait, I, I forgot about this. And I also love how she doesn't specify the name. You're like, okay, cool. I was like, oh my God, who's getting in the car with us? I'm like, Ugh. So we sat in the cell phone lot for a few minutes. And then all of a sudden we get a text saying that the guest is here. And we pull around. And that's when we picked up Leonard Nimoy's agent. Right, okay. And it was funny because she's like, you're a guest. Like, don't really talk to him. I'm like, okay. But the guy's so nice. And he's like, hi, how are you? And I'm like, I'm good. And he goes, are you a guest? I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Are we talking about Leonard Nimoy, Nimoy or his agent? Oh, his agent! I didn't get to meet. The only time I let Leonard Nimoy will get to. So, okay. so the guy's like talking to me, and I'm like, "Well, I'm not going to be rude and not talk to him." And he was just like, "Oh, you know, like, well, you are you here?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm one of the cosplay guests," and I just left it at that because he's like, "Oh, okay." And um, basically, ended up becoming best friends with this guy because I mentioned that Three Men and a Baby was one of my favorite movies, which it is still not a lie. Do you still and talk Leonard to this Nimoy person? Directed it. Oh, 
And he's okay, like, but- he's so proud of his work in that. And then, then, then I'm like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> in my mind, I was like, I must have an in with Leonard Nimoy somewhere. Um, but we go back to the hotel and he's like, well, you have a great weekend. I hope I see you again. And we ended up running into each other a couple of times. And like I said, one of those times happened to be when he told me the radio play was garbage. So. Oh, wow. Who told, he said it was, okay. Yeah. Okay. He said, he's not saying yours was garbage. He was saying that the one that they ended up yeah, doing because no garbage. one ever saw okay. my, except you, me. And Did you tell him that room. you wrote the original script and they trashed it? I didn't have a chance to. I was like, no. I was still in like that mode of like, don't trash the convention kind of thing. Cause you, you okay, won't yeah, get yeah. it, but yeah, that would be bad. I got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I was just like, well, he would have had a better fucking script and he would have been fucking Dudley <laughs> do right. So I forgot that you, that whole situation happened with Pam, but that's really funny. Okay. Can we like back? Backtrack for a second before we get into this because I was involved with the convention. Excuse me before before you got involved, and then I I reached out and asked you. So like there was this period of time where um, we went up to Canada. Did I tell you about this? Do you remember this? I went to Canada to advertise for our convention in New England for some reason. I think I remember. Yes. So basically, I don't. Okay, so. This was the situation is that the owners of Nifi somehow knew the owners of this other convention in Toronto. And they were like, oh, we're going to go and set up a booth to get people from up there to come to our convention. And we're going to tell everybody that we have awesome guests. I think the other part of it was that Leonard Nimoy and his agent was at this convention. So the owner of that convention was going to hook these people up to get them to come to this, to Nifi or whatever. Right. And so to get a booth and go up there and advertise and, this was like when I started to be like, this is going to be a shit show from start to top to bottom. I can tell right now because I showed up, Pam and I drove in, the, like we made this drive from Boston, Massachusetts to Toronto in one night, by the way. Yeah. And yeah, we and we had to wait until she was out of work at 11 or something. So we drove like all fucking night and we get up there, we get into the room and we crash, whatever. The next day we sleep for like maybe three hours. Then I get up and I'm like, okay, I got to change into Jack. Cause we're going to go downstairs and advertise. And so we went down to the booth and we were handing out like flyers or whatever. And the entire time the owners kept on telling me I was doing it wrong. They kept on being like, no, you're t- spending too much time talking to people. You just need to stand here and ha- silently hand out these flyers. And I was like, That's a cult. nobody's going to come to your convention if I do that. So I'm not going to listen to you. Also, you're not paying me. <laughs> like, you are not giving me a paycheck. So I can really do whatever, whatever the hell I want. So I kept on doing that. I was, they got really upset because I was being Jack and I kept on flirting with people. And they're like, That's really inappropriate. I'm like, I have not said anything inappropriate. I can take it there if you want me to. Trust me, I can go there. I can say some of the trashiest shit, but I'm not going to do that. And it was just crazy the entire time. And I remember I was so exhausted after that first day. And they had their kids there too, working for them because they had like adopted these two girls and made them put them to work immediately. I, we kept on making jokes about like, did they actually adopt children or did they? adopt people to do work for them like like you know what i'm saying like they're like oh we got two people that we can discreetly do slave laws to like it was really fucking weird so we we basically went that whole day and then pam and i met up with some of the original Shadowcast uh performers that first opened up a Shadowcast of repo in toronto and they were the very first ones and so we met up with them got some hot tips walked around the city and then we were like i'm exhausted we need to go to bed. We went to bed. And then those two owners came into the hotel room at like two in the morning and were just like screaming. Like, I mean, like they were like either either angry or happy. I couldn't tell, but they were so drunk, like so drunk. And they like had their friends there. I think that agent was in the room too. And eventually I woke up and I was like, everyone needs to shut the fuck up. Like It's like three in the morning and we drove here all night. And so they're like, oh, wow, he's like really mad. I was like, yeah, I am. You're screaming. And this is so unnecessary right now. And so then the next day, M and I were walking around. And that guy who ran the convention was meeting up with the Nifi owners. And they were being all weird and whatever. And then they said that they had gotten Leonard Nimoy for Nifi. That's how Leonard Nimoy even got attached to this. But in the help, like, come to me. But like, I I straight up was like, something's not right here. Something is not adding up. And this is before I had any more information down the line. And I was like, this whole convention seems shady as hell. And I don't know what their deal is and who these people even are really. 
mean, this is like 2009, so we can have the same resources on uh, the internet to just Google, you know? Um, but I was like, I, I don't know. Something's just not right about this. Didn't and... stop us. No, it didn't because we had already committed and we were like, well, how far down the rabbit hole can we go without us being roped into everything? Because we're like, okay, we can at least perform. We can at least get our name out there. Like we have shows we're going to do. So in the long run, it can't affect us personally, but like it was affecting M and and by extension affecting Pam, even though Pam had no, you know, like legal standing over any of this. She was just there to help, you know? Yeah, it was just stressful because we're all friends. Like, we're all trying to help each other. And it's like, you see your friends sinking. It sucks. Yeah, it does. And it was it was just a really weird fucking weekend in my life. And I just remember being like, I'm in another country, in Toronto, meeting all these people as Jack. So I'm like kind of like getting a weird version of meeting people in general because they think i'm this other super flirty character you know what i mean it was just like a very strange weekend all around well, wasn't even the lead up like the like the week before or a couple days before that m was just coming back from japan remember oh right i forgot about that you're talking um, about right they, before they the planned days. that whole yeah. trip with their mom to go to japan for a couple weeks before the convention started because you know you figure everything's pretty much set up like why wouldn't you be able to go away for a couple days well sure but also it doesn't matter because like you can take a trip as long as you have everything organized right and it was little did they know when they got back what a nightmare things had turned into but anyway so we got to the convention finally yes and i remember we got a room it was you me pam brian right oh brian was there i forgot that brian was there yep and i was trying to remember who was in this room Lindsay, right i can't remember if they had their room or not i can't remember i think Lindsay was in the room okay so i got dropped you were there before me though because the convention started and i couldn't get that friday off from work so i had do you remember guy and jim Ugh. yes yeah yeah well they were like well i'm still friends with jim i don't know what happened to guy but like they had to come pick me up because they were also going to the convention because we had like cast guy to play Yanto yeah. in our tortured dating game. Except like guy and I had like some weird, like sort of guy, guy and Jim were also married, but guy and I also had some sort of like weird. I don't know. I don't know what was going on between us, but like, it was like not really a relationship, but there was something like going on between us at the time. And at the time that, I had done Nephi, I'd started dating Ben. So like when I got there, Guy and I weren't even getting along. So that was just like extra drama. I don't mind talking about this at this point because like, who cares? Like, it, it's just, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But they had to pick me up and bring me to the hotel room. And you were like, when I got there, I was like, I got to get in. And you're like, dude, where have you been all day? I was like, I couldn't get here any sooner. And you're like, we had to like race right down to repo. But I don't know what the day was like for you for the beginning of that well, because I was like there. I said, before before you got there, like I think it was Thursday night. Gareth gave it, Gareth David Lloyd came in. Oh, um, that's right, because you came on a Thursday, didn't you? Right, and that was right after Children of Earth happened, so he was just fresh out of Torchwood. Right, so and like he didn't have a job anymore. <laughs> right, and if everybody wasn't there for Leonard Nimoy. They were there to see him. So like they were literally crazy fangirls at this convention. Oh my god, I forgot about this. There was no security at this convention. No, there was no security <gasps> at this convention. So the poor guy and his now wife, like was then girlfriend, they like barely got up to their room, and like people found out what room number they were in somehow. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I think he changed hotel rooms at least twice. He did. He, he did. did. I... But it was just like, why? Who gave people that information? Like, how did they even find out where he went? Like, mentioned M came to me and she, she was like, "Can you be my security?" And I was like, "Why isn't there just security here anyway? Like, I could do this because I know how to do it, but it's not my job, you know?" <laughs> right. I was like, "Oh my god!" So. They had to change, like, hotel rooms, like, a million times. And I remember on the Friday before you got there, I mean, that was the day I was like, well, I'm never going to see this famous person anyways, because I ended up somehow doing guest relations stuff also, because... There was no staff, that's why. Yeah, (laughs) you're watching this person, I'm like, okay. Um, And someone came up to me that was part of whatever staff, and they're like, yeah, Gareth said he's not coming downstairs. Ever. Excuse me? 
And they're like, yeah, he said that he's not coming downstairs because of like the psychopaths. He has no way of getting down here because guess what? No security for him. So I knew what hotel room he was in originally. And I went up to the room and I, you know, I knocked on the door and he wasn't coming to the door for anybody. Like, even like, we were like, hi, like, I swear to God, I'll slip my badge under the door. We're not like, we're staff. We're not anybody. Right, right. I don't. I don't think I know this part of this. Yeah, and he so didn't no. come down I'm for any. On the edge of my seat here. <laughs> he didn't come down for like any of his signings on the first day. I'm almost positive. Like, did not come downstairs for any of them. Yes. Um, and then basically, like in the middle of the night, we changed their hotel room so nobody would knew where they were. So that. So ended did, up did you then, go like, up there get... and help him with that? Hmm. Where was I? I don't but know. I... Well, that's the thing. Oh, you were oh, there. I know. Where, I know where I was. Okay, but keep on going. Right. So, like, so. That got fixed. And so by Saturday and Sunday, he was downstairs doing autographs and stuff. And I think finally, like a staff person basically had to live on the floor he was on. So like yes. make sure people didn't go to his room. Right. But that That's was a mess. Crazy. So then, yeah, I, so then I, you I, blew I, in like a hurricane for Repo and Repo was good. <laughs> <laughs> Repo was fun. Okay, so, I mean, I, I guess I'll... I'll clarify that this was basically rocky horror except with a different movie which is repo the genetic opera and i don't know i don't feel like it was bad but like it was definitely like not great either because it was only our second show you know right and, and then i got to be a part of it <laughs> oh yeah because we needed somebody to in a wheelchair that was really funny though because you were supposed to die and then you were dead and I'm like, you gotta die! And you're like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to die? Why are you telling me this now on stage? Yeah, like, you didn't tell me, you just like, go sit in that wheelchair and I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, it's because, it, it, I mean, Repo, it was definitely, like, it's it's a fun story in terms of, like, a show story because we, this happens all the time in theater, but, like, suddenly you realize that you don't have somebody like an extra that you needed for this scene like while the show is happening and it's like oh shit where is that person but thank god you were there in a suit and it was great because you were dressed as yanto and which i think made it funnier was... for people because they were like oh my god haha it's yanto and then i died and they're like no, yanto. <laughs> yeah i mean that was funny all i remember from that is that like i was in such I was such a mess when I got there because like I had no time to even get ready for this convention or this show. And I just blew in for repo. Like, I think I went to the hotel room for five seconds to put on the Pavi costume. Cause I was playing Pavi Largo and he had a prosthetic mask that was attached to his face. Mm -hmm. And like, then we went downstairs and you were in the, in the back trying to help us. And I kept on losing my shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, you did. Like, like, I guess losing my shit mentally, but also I'm just losing my shit in the sense that, like, the items that I needed, like, my props were going missing. <laughs> yeah, like his stupid pink sparkly scarf. <laughs> Where's my scarf? I'm not going on stage without my scarf. And I'm standing there with it. And I'm like, take your fucking scarf. You know what? It's great that that pink sparkly scarf exists because that became a running joke in Catapult, which we'll do on a later podcast with Jess. But... <laughs> Uh, remember when I couldn't find my mirror? And I was like, I was like, if I don't find my mirror, I'm gonna quit this show. That's a twenty-five dollar mirror that I got from an antique show, and blah blah blah. And you're like, it's right here. Yeah, I'm literally holding it. You know what the problem was is that we never fucking wore contacts for these shows, and like we couldn't see without our glasses. Like, but why did also, we do the that? The prop room for like the shadow cast was literally like a divider in the room, and everything was piled behind it. That's because when and we went to go look at the space beforehand and we we're like, okay, so where can we have stage left and stage right? And they were like, oh, well, we can't do that here. So put, let's put some curtains up. And we're like, okay, I guess we're going to just take some garment racks and throw shit over them. <laughs> like, yeah, cool. if, that, if it was even as neat as that, that's being generous. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't know. I mean, I don't really remember how that show even went because... I don't know. I it's not like I was sick or anything, but maybe we were like losing it slowly, you know. Mm. Anyway, so that's that was day one. But also, this answers where you were when you were dealing with Gareth David Lloyd, right? Um, trying to because I think you guys moved him a couple times, like you said. But like that night, because I was just asking him, like, where the fuck was I? It's because for some reason there was a repo shadowcast Q and A panel that they made us do at one o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, you were gone forever. I, I know. And like, we went down there because Halden and Maddie were with us and we were like, 
we were there was actually people who showed up to ask us questions i was surprised i was like why i didn't think anybody would be there but i guess if it's like one of the only things that's open in the middle of the night of the convention people are going to go to it yeah so we sat there we answered questions i think maddie hald and i were so loopy that we i don't know i was getting really aggressive towards the audience because they were like asking questions i'm like that's a dumb question it's one o'clock in the morning i want to go to bed like oh god so that's that's day one yeah that was friday <laughs> Okay, good. So, so Saturday. <laughs> Saturday is what I like. Oh, Saturday. fucking Saturday. <laughs> yeah, Saturday was dinner theater at night, that, that radio thing at night, because <clears throat> Nemo yes. came in early. And you would have thought, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, Letter Nimoy is the man. But you yes. would have thought, like, NSYNC showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like the doors nerds. open and it's like screaming Trekkies. You're like, oh my god! I think that's <laughs> how David Lloyd got around. He's like, okay, they're distracted now. I yeah, can literally, leave my room to get something to eat. Pretty much. <laughs> and I remember, like that day, I was like, there's no chance in hell in my life I'm ever going to meet Leonard Nimoy. So I dressed up like Spock because I had my Spock costume that I really liked. And I was like, I'll never embarrass myself. Who's never going to see me? Like, I didn't. I'm not going to get anywhere near the guy, right? Yeah, and of course it's you. So like the opposite of what you just said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Stupid, stupid ass, Katie. Um, so again, like I get thrown into guest relations stuff, and I end up um, watching James. They tell like you're going to watch James Hong's table for a while while the Nimoy signing is happening in like. Oh right, the I forgot you like became friends with James Hong over the weekend. Right, we became friends with James Hong, and um, during the day, like before I got down to. Um, watch James Hong while uh, Nimoy was signing, I'd come upstairs to look for you guys um, in the hotel room. I, I forget why we were all meeting up, but I know y'all were meeting up at, at the hotel room. Was it for and... the tea party that we have to talk about? Hmm? Is it for the tea party? It might have been a tea party meeting. I can't remember. Either that or it was a dating game rehearsal or something. Oh, it was a rehearsal for oh, a it was. dating game. It was. It was because that's when Guy and I had to go over the choreography for Tango Harkness, yes. which was a great, great rewrite that Katie Hunt wrote. <laughs> I know. I really wish there was a video of it still on YouTube somewhere. It was really I, would, good. I don't know. I'm kind of glad there's like no videos from this convention, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, so I came upstairs to find you guys to practice. And above, like the very top floor of the convention, like, well, I say convention center, it was a hotel, but the very top floor of the convention was where the photo booth was. Yes. And um, I didn't realize that the photos that were happening when I got into the elevator were the Nemoid photo shoot. So oh, I, right. Yeah, so I get in and I hear, hi, Katie. And I look and there's Leonard Nimoy's agent. And I slowly pan over and there is Leonard Nimoy. Oh, my God. And I'm standing there dressed like Spock. <laughs> you, this is actually it's it's funny that it's happening this way because it's also not what you wanted to no. happen at all no <laughs> in a way it's like almost embarrassing it's terrible because here's the thing it's just like you know some people do it they go and they dress up like their favorite character and they go get photos with their favorite character but and that's not like, what you do you know everyone's like flattered by it i'm not that person right and yeah. you know it I know. That's what I said. It's not what you do. I don't do it. I don't even dress up. <laughs> like, like Gareth David Lloyd when I'm going to his hotel room and I'm like, it's the Friday. What were my chances of seeing Gareth David Lloyd up close? Oh, pretty good because now I'm banging on his door dressed like Yanto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. So of course when I get into an elevator to go see you, I'm dressed like Spock. There's Spock. So I'm like, hi. And he goes, oh, hi. And you know, like, I turn back to the elevator. I'm like, oh my God, is this thing, oh, what floor are we on? Oh, I still have like seven floors. This is the worst day of my life. Like, <laughs> is it like one of those situations where it stops at every floor too? Right, right. It was, it was. And so I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm big, there. Like, this is all coming back to me now. Yeah, it's, so I'm staying there quietly and all of a sudden I hear, is that your hair? <laughs> You're like, no. Oh, it was. No, it was. I cut my hair because it was, that was back before I did wigs, Ryan. I didn't like oh, doing I wigs. I remember. I remember. And I just like, I like sighed. I'm like, yeah, it's my hair. And he, <laughs> and he goes, I'm impressed. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to go die. That's what I'm going to do. So, you, thank you, Letter Nimoy. I'm going to. 
I'm gonna fuck off. And did you, did you, did the you elevator. Ever... I think I took the <laughs> stairs to the next floor because I just had to like yeah. not. Yeah, like I gotta get away, and you just like take this. Oh my god, that's really funny. And I just remember coming oh. to your hotel room and I'm like, guys, I was just in an elevator. I, with yeah, I remember people. that. I okay, I remember that because you came in and it was like me, Guy, and Jim. We were standing there, and it was really awkward because Jim was like, "Okay, I don't know what to do about Guy and Ryan because they're just arguing." Like we were full on arguing when when he walked in the room. And you're like, guys, I just met Leonard Nimoy. I was like, that's great. We're where were you and you're like i just told you like be happy for me for a second yeah like i literally just ran to letter d-boy and he told me he liked my hair please <laughs> please yeah tell me i'm not gonna oh crawl under a desk and Will die we, i don't know at least you get to go from that awkward situation and walk a really watch a really embarrassing rehearsal <laughs> like, it was it was something but oh I mean, my like, god it wasn't too too bad i mean i feel like the song went off pretty good it was a little flat but you know and we didn't have any time to practice. That's why. I mean, it would have been fine otherwise. And at, at the time, I was like 21, 22. So I was still in the my peak asshole phase where I thought I was better than everyone else. And I was like, this is all Guy's fault because he can't just keep it too. And it was like, wow, Ryan, maybe it's just you. Right. You know, like looking back. But honestly, like, yeah. you're also too proud to like pre-record. I mean... I'm fine with doing things live as long as we rehearse it first. And we did, we did, you and I did, but we didn't have the full cast until way later. So that's what, you know, the day of that, <laughs> whatever. So, okay. So like then I don't, I don't, I do not remember what happened that morning for me, but I know as in stuff. Well, I don't know uh, where you were while I was watching James Hong. Like where were you all day Saturday? I, I must've been in something like there must've had me working something or was in some kind of show. Like some security I, thing. Cause that's like when MF. No, I don't security. think I was in security. I'm like really trying to rack my brain on this because I know we had, we, we had the mad tea party, which we'll talk about now, but then there was two panels and then something else after that. I, I was in something that morning and I just do not remember what it was and whatever it was, it clearly was not important enough for well, me to give a shit about. I was going to so. say the watching James Hong thing, uh, that, that there was a continuation to this Leonard Nimoy nonsense. So yeah. I end up back downstairs to watch James Hong, um, which is fine. Cause I remember it because we were kind of in the, are you still dressed as Spock room. by the way? Hmm? Are you still dressed as Spock? Of course I was. Okay, I don't know. Well, at this point, like, given how the rest of the weekend went, it's like, oh, okay, no, now I, you're I, James Hahn, so you're probably dressed as James Hahn, you know? I stayed as Spock all day, don't you worry. <laughs> so I'm sitting there with Leonard Nimoy dressed, not Leonard Nimoy, I'm sitting there with James Hong dressed like Spock. Yeah. And I remember the Ghost Hunter people were at the table, like, next to us. Oh, yeah. I met them, like, years later. They're pretty cool, actually. They are very cool. Um, but they were like, oh, my God, we love your costume. And I was like, thank you. And I'm just sitting there. And the <laughs> line for Leonard Nimoy is literally down the street from the Wilbert Theater across the street. Well, it was, like, the only thing happening at this convention, remember? Like, yep. these owners wanted Leonard Nimoy to be there. So they were like, "That's." They were like, this is Leonard Nimoy con and then some other stuff. Right. So I'm sitting there and I had um, a deck of cards that I wanted people to like, I, I have a couple of the cards hung up still. Um, I wanted celebrities to sign and James Hong signed my card. And he told me, fun fact, if you ever met James Hong and he signed your card, he always signs his name in um, Chinese as well. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. But he does that because he goes, if my name on there and the Chinese not on there, it's not real. Oh. Because he always does the kanji. Okay. That's well, I have works. a legit James Hong like signature on a card. Well, of course you do. You hunt out with him all weekend. Yes, but he embarrassed me for it. So he's <laughs> sitting there, and he's just like, "You Spock?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "You meet Nimoy?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "Come here, come here." So we stood up and we walk over to the door to the room, and he goes, "Hey, Nimoy!" And he looks at him and he goes, "You meet the freak?" <laughs> And he's like, oh, yes, we met. And I'm like, yeah, we fucking met. Shut, shut the fuck down. <laughs> he's like, I kid, I kid, I kid, I kid. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was good. I got, I got made fun of by James Hogg as well. I was like, this is fucking bastard. I didn't even know that. that oh, yeah, happened. that happened. No, that definitely happened. I, I mean, it's, apparently I was too busy in the other room, like, having meltdowns. I did have meltdowns over that weekend. Yeah. Do you remember that night? It was, like, Saturday night after the tea party and after the panels. And I came up to you and I was like, I can't deal with this con anymore. And everything's not going right. I just started screaming. And you go, Ryan, honey, come here. And then I go, I walk over. You just slapped me in the face really hard by the way. It was like you basically punched me. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, everyone was like, oh my God, she just hit Ryan. I was just like, 
Thanks. <laughs> I'm literally like, I'm putting up with this right now. I can't listen to you. I, I, that's one of my favorite. Well, the thing was, too, is a lot of the time, because I remember we I, we got dragged away so much by the content, I don't, too. Why were we doing so much work for this convention? We were just supposed to perform. Why were we also running guest relations and security? Like, well, like we got, but not... we got pulled away so much by the con head. To, like, remember that room that we kept getting dragged into, I think was the <laughs> room? Yeah, well, like, what were they even telling us? I don't even remember. remember. Were they scolding us? Like, yeah. What were they saying? I don't remember, but I, it was never, whenever we had to get pulled away by them, it was never a good conversation. Something was falling apart. Yeah, but like, sometimes it had nothing to do with us. Right, that's what I mean. Like, it, like, it was just something that was falling apart that somehow we were going to have a magical answer to. We're like, hi, we're like 20-something. <laughs> don't have I don't know. Answer. I remember I was doing, running, doing drink runs for special guests and they were like okay go get these things i was like okay and i'd like make the drink and come down they'd be like that was totally wrong you need to do it better i'm like i am not a bartender <laughs> if, you, if you want somebody to do this go find katie she can right, do like, I, am. <laughs> I was like i do have i have zero experience in this no no, no, I, was no I drink getting insulted. out of the bottle anyway <laughs> yeah i was too busy getting insulted to, yeah like, right okay drinks. oh my god so later on that day we had this wonderful this is like another batshit crazy situation. So for anybody that watched Orin Host Club. This was Sunday, wanted... though. This wasn't Saturday. Oh, was it Sunday? No, it was Saturday. No, dude. it was Sunday. Are you sure? Yes, I remember it was Sunday because we had to do, I'm pretty sure we had to do the two events because we had to change, didn't we? No. I thought I thought the, the tea party was later in the day on Sunday because we did the Torchwood dating game early in the morning. No, 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 no. We did Torchwood dating game early in the morning on Sunday, and then that was it. That was our final. Okay, then thing. yeah, we did the we did the host club mid afternoon. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because that was the big thing we had. There wasn't a masquerade, so this was kind of in place of that. And they wanted to do like a real live host club event where you people bought again. It's like another situation where this con did this. So basically, it was a con you spent like. I don't know, $100 to get into. And then everything you did inside the con, you'd have to pay for again. So they bought actual tickets to go to this Oran Host Club experience where this cast of characters was going to dress up as Oran Host Club and serve tea and drinks and, you know, tea and snacks or whatever it was. And you had the brilliant idea of being like, well, let's do like a Mad Hatter tea party idea. I think you just wanted to make costumes and that's why that No, happened. there was an episode of Host Club that was a Mad Hatter theme. It was like Alice but, in Wonderland theme. But it wasn't all of them, right? It was like just some of them, right? No, it was like the whole cast. It was a whole episode that was like Alice in Wonderland themed. Oh, well, I watched one episode because you we got cast to do this. And you're, I was like, who's this person I'm playing? You're like, you're playing Kyoya. Just be angry and wear glasses. I was like, okay, I can do that. It's and I watched annoyed. one episode. I mean, I was already annoyed, so it wasn't like a stretch at that point. But anyway, so we get up there. Remember this, Katie? And it was of course like, I do. We get up there. Well, first of all, I I didn't have glasses at the time, but I probably should have because I remember getting up there and like you're like, did you wear the fake glasses or did you wear my glasses? Like I don't know. And then at the end of the show, you're like, where's my glasses? And I was like, oh, I guess I'm wearing them, but that explains why I can see. But um, we it was Yumi. Okay, I guess you were. Tamaki, I was Kyoya. Maddie was uh Haruhi. What's what? Haruhi. No, that was Lindsay. Lindsay was Haruhi. Oh. L Maddie was the girl that was not in the Horn Host Club, but was annoying. Oh, Renga. Yes, that's who she was. Um, who was Halden? Halden was, was um the tall Ma one. Uh, Mori. Mori. Was that it? I don't think there was anybody else. No, because we didn't have the twins. I don't think, and we might have no, had the didn't. twins. I don't remember. Like we, it's did, all... we did not have the twins. I know. I just it, remember walking it. into a room that they said we were going to have this tea party, and nothing was set up. Oh no, no, we didn't have a room. Yeah. No, because they remember we showed up. We went to the room that they scheduled the panel for, and we went there, and they were like, "This room is unavailable because a guest is in here now." And we're like, "What do you mean?" They're like, "This is the room they're staying in," and we're like, "Is there no room for this?" And we're like, they're like, no. So then we were like, okay, well, what do we do? And we looked at that little, it was like on the third floor. And for some reason, there was a little lobby there. I think it was your idea to be like, let's just do it fucking right here. Because there's also like a little sign-in area. So it works. I was like, okay, fine. Uh, and then we're like, we, you and I were like feverishly texting people being like, where are the snacks and the tea for this? And like, finally, so I think M sent our kid up there to tell us there was nothing. There, that there was no snacks and no tea for this thing that people had paid to come and eat at. And we're like, 
oh, good. And then <laughs> Yumi and Maddie just stared at each other for like a full five minutes before Maddie was eventually like, okay, I'm going to go down to the hotel room and take the coffee maker out of it. What other snacks did people bring to this convention? <laughs> and so we all went back to our hotel rooms, took all of our food that, that we had and brought it to this event. So then we didn't have any food. We that brought everybody's great. coffee makers too. So we made like multiple teapots. I mean, I want to just say in terms of like improvising an entire show, like from scratch, apparently we did a pretty good fucking job. I think the hotel brought up water for us though, didn't they? Maybe. I, I remember them remember. setting up a water table. <laughs> <laughs> well, they might have been just doing that anyway because it was a convention. And they're like, these people are clearly not staying hydrated. But, like, I don't know. Uh, like, I think it was one of those hotels, too, that doesn't have, like, room service or anything. So, like, they were never going to have food. Oh, no. It was definitely not. It didn't have a restaurant or anything connected nope. to it. But that wasn't the point, though. The point was that the Nifi was going to provide, like, snacks or something, like, little cakes or something like that. I don't remember what the fuck they were supposed to give us. But all I know is that it wasn't there. Right. But it was, I mean, in terms of the event itself, it went off pretty well. I had no idea who I was being, but like, I feel like we did a good job. I mean, like, it worked. everybody any... had a good time. No one really, no one said a word about like. Lack <laughs> it of is food. It, okay. You know, it blows my mind that not a single person that bought a ticket to that didn't like. Nobody complained. Like right. everybody was like, "That was the best host club experience we ever had," which really says something about our cast well, that I we kept part on working of it with. Too was like when they came in, and they saw the snacks. I was like, "Look at all the commoner snacks that Hanami brought." <laughs> <laughs> I mean. We rolled with it. It's what yeah. we're good at. And it was, I'm glad that it was with the people that we always worked with. Cause I don't know if it would have worked out at nearly as well. But, it never would have. No, but that's just another example of how stupid things were at this convention. So we were coming out of that and that's when the dinner party was happening uh, with the guests. And that's when I ran into the agent who told me that the, um, the part, the dinner show was trash. Yeah. He's just like, well, it was, it was all right. I was like, <laughs> okay. Well, okay. That's good. The, then you and I had to go be on these two panels, remember? Yeah. They were like, okay, do you remember these panels? Because it's like really funny to me in retrospect. They were like panels about being gay. Like that was it. <laughs> there was like, I don't know why there are two separate panels about that. I think I had suggested to M that we have like an LGBTQ panel or something. Uh-huh. And I, I don't know, for some reason they took us along with that they had, there were two other guests there there was like a gay author there remember yes he had yeah he had written a book or something or a, a series of books and was like famous in the lgbtq scene mm -hmm. and we were on a panel with them i think one panel was about accepting being gay and the other one was like a panel about gay representation in the media like, except I like there was no gay representation of the media I at that time. I barely remember those panels, probably because at that point I was exhausted. So if you we were exhausted, along... and like I think we were, just, that's when we had started drinking too, or at least I had. That's 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 when you know things are bad. When Ryan's like mm, in the middle of the show, time to start drinking. So I don't remember the panel. I remember really was the FMA panel that I did. I was supposed to be on that, but like for that's like a crazy other story. We can talk about that afterwards. Yeah. That's what was on Sunday after the Torchwood dating game. Right. Like I met Sunny straight at the FMA panel and I actually, I didn't drink. I didn't drink until we did like the cast party. I think I probably should have drank more to make that weekend better, but I didn't. It didn't. Work, um, and so. I remember from the <laughs> FMA panel that somebody accused me of being drunk at it. And I was like, no, I was probably exhausted because I'd changed. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, really like we were overworked. We were, it was like we were performing and then like being told to do absurd situations like it's like what you said like why were we being pulled aside about some situation that had nothing to do with us and they were like well you have to get your shit under control and it's like uh what are you even saying like, <laughs> have you even seen any of our shit because we're good yeah i know okay so is this the favorite part of the story that we're we've been dying to talk about because i know it was after the panels that like we had gotten pulled aside well i had first gotten pulled aside because one of our friends said I, I'm not even going to say what the specifics were because I don't want to get any legal trouble here, but these owners of the convention had supposedly done a bunch of shady shit and that my friend had gotten intel from somebody, I don't know, within the government. I don't even know if that's even true. At this point, I was thinking about it. I'm like, was this dude lying to me? Like, I don't even remember. But like, whatever happened is that we figured out that they had officially bailed and run on businesses like this one in the past. So this is like yeah. a reoccurring theme. That's what we... Yeah, they, they sneak businesses for a living for the insurance money. 
Yes. They producered. Fucked it was up. the producers. Yes. And Raise so, more money than you need, and then you put on a crappy show and you collect the insurance. Right. And then drop it on somebody else, like M. Yeah. And so we were like, uh what? Well, and that so, wasn't until after the dating game. We'll get to it. So we the Sunday was the dating game. I thought it was on I thought it was on no, Saturday. No, because, because I remember, Ryan, you and I were standing in a hallway that wasn't even a hallway with a bunch of chairs. You were dressed <laughs> I like remember Jack. that too. I but I thought that was on Saturday. No, night you were just Sunday. like Jack and I was dressed like John. It was literally right after the dating game but why, on Sunday. Oh my god, you're right. Yep. Wow. Yep. So those panels we did, the ones that we were on with because it was that same night that we were on those panels. So was that on Sunday also? It must have been because we must have been dressed like Jack and John. Were we just dressed up as Jack and John anyway? Did we do another event as Jack and John? No, we only did dating game. I like how I can't even keep it straight at this point. We did too many shows that week. Well, let's start, with, let's start with Sunday morning and work our way back. So Sunday okay. morning. <laughs> yeah, we already gave away like the reveal though. But yeah, whatever. I know. Okay. But I mean like the dating. We didn't talk about the dating game yet. Yeah, no, was- it had to. Okay, it had to have been Saturday night though. Because... Because at the end of the conversation, you were like, I'm going to bed because you're like, I'm just done. I'm going to the hotel room. I'm going to bed. But like that wouldn't have been Sunday night because we would have been out for the cast party. That also could have been any other conversation on a Saturday night. No, I'm telling you, Sunday was the day that we were like, we have to go back to the convention now. (laughs) Well, yeah, but whatever. Right. So Sunday on the dating game. (laughs) And it's Torchwood. And the room was pretty full for it. God, we're only on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, we're only on Sunday. And so, like, we're in the room, and Pam's there talking to me. <laughs> this is just, like, and I don't know. The, oh, the, wait, intro, wait. the intro for it was take, like, it was taking forever for the show to start for some reason. And finally, Pam looks at me and goes, okay, Gareth David Lloyd's downstairs right now. If you want to meet him, you have to go right now. Okay. And I was like, Right now, she goes, we have time. Like, we're not even starting yet. And I'm like, okay. And I got downstairs, and I got the picture with him. I I got his autograph, and I got the picture with him. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, we have to go back upstairs right now, Pam. But Pam wanted a picture, too, so whatever. And I remember, like, the the song started over how many times before I entered? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait. That's really funny, though, because the the reason why it took forever to start is because we were having sound issues, period. Right. Maddie was running sound and she was like, okay, well, let's do this. So the show started. I don't know who was in there because we were all outside. Uh, maybe I think, I think Pam opened the show and then came out and you were waiting because you were the last person to enter. Right. And Pam made it back upstairs before me because I was like, just go. I know you start the show. I'll just enter. It's not a big deal. Right. I, I was outside waiting for my cue because they were going to queue up. Um, oh my God. What was the song? Uh, the one that goes, you'd be so nice to come home to. That's probably the name of the title. I don't know. But like, that's the song that I was singing as Jack. And so they started, they played it three times before I heard the cue because I was outside talking to Adam who ran Repo. And like, he was also in the dating game because we didn't have any <laughs> anybody signed up. So we were like, okay, Adam, can you do this as Jack Sparrow? Uh, and I was like, oh shit, that's my cue. So I run in and I do the whole thing. And then we're calling you out. I was play your cue like at least nine times. <laughs> it was a lot of times, Katie. But I can't even like judge you for it because I already missed my cue three times in a row. But we couldn't hear anything. So it's not like. Right. We, but like, I remember hearing my cue when I got off the elevator and I ran into the room and I was like, fuck yeah. No, I remember because you like burst in. And whatever you did, it worked because it was not correct, but it still it was. Funny. was yeah it was like i was like i was like i don't know what's happening we're just gonna roll with this and i think i called it out on stage i was like where the fuck were you (laughs) i was was just like where weren't you (laughs) by the way this tortured dating game was happening the same time as gareth signing in some other major event that they had planned like the owners had planned and i don't remember what it was but i remember the owners pulled us aside afterwards and were like it wasn't very good that your event did better than the one that we were going to run here today. And we're very disappointed in you. And we're like, wait, why are you disappointed in us for running a show that literally the entire convention went to go to see and not whatever the stupid shit you were doing down here? Like, that's not my, our problem. <laughs> well, I enjoyed that. I met Gareth David Lloyd dressed as John Hart. Cause he enjoyed my John Hart costume. No, at least you weren't fucking Yonto this I was time. Not <laughs> I was not Yonto in front of him. And I remember as I'm running, I goes, oh, bye. And I was like, I'm sorry, I have to go upstairs. The Torchwood dating game's happening. And he's like, oh. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> bye. 
murder your character upstairs again. Okay, that was fun though. We had there was like so many musical numbers because then we did the Tango Harkness. Yep. Then at the end, Maddie and Halden were Deadpool of Wonder Woman, and they saw saying uh, Spamalot's once whatever the song that goes like this. Uh, yeah, let's show that goes like this. Yeah, and it, it got it a standing ovation, like the the show itself, like. Because it was set up like a dinner theater in there, too. So we were like, well, since we can do the dinner theater that we were literally hired to do, we're just going to do it in here. And apparently, from what I understood, is that it got such a good reaction that everybody was talking about how it was better than the events that were happening that day. They said it was better than the dinner theater with the guests. And you and I were like, oh, okay. So it seems like we know what we're doing. But also, to be so, fair, I don't really remember what else was going on that day. So I feel like a cat stuck in a paper bag would have been better than anything else going on that day. I'm good. That's true too. Uh, but that was a fun show. Uh, and then at some point, either Saturday or Sunday, I had that news come to me about how these people had been like robbing people and that my friend was going to shut down the convention and call this person up and come in there and just shut everything down right there, right now. And then they, and they were like, but for some reason he turned to me and he was like, so Ryan, what should I do? Should I shut down the convention and everything right now or not? And I'm like, why is this my decision to make? Right, <laughs> I was like, like, um, you seem like I was like, it together. Yeah, I was like, this is not my responsibility. I am just an actor. I am not here to make decisions. About I am suddenly God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're God. I was like working for God. But <laughs> stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember standing there being like, no. And in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't know what if any of this is true or not. But I was like, I'm just going to have to assume that it is. And I just go, no, there are too many people here. There's too many people having a good time. You know, these owners do have two kids that are here. And I don't know if they've been forced to work or not or whatever the deal is. But like, they were adopted. So like, let's not upheaval all that in the middle of this shit show right now like let's not do any of that because i feel like that's the wrong way to move and i was and I, I was legitimately thinking about everybody that was involved and like if somebody came down and shut down this place like what would happen to everybody that was there like we wouldn't be accused of anything but it would be like a shit show to clean up and i was like i don't want to deal with that like and if you're gonna pull that shit let me know because I don't want to be here for it. Well, that's <laughs> it's what I'm like, it's just like you were talking. We, I remember you and I talking about it in that hallway. We we're just like, well, what happens? Like, yeah, you, who gets arrested? You, who doesn't get arrested? Like, well, I mean, and I, I think I said at the time, I'm like, well, there's no reason for us to get arrested because our name isn't on anything. We just were hired here to do shows. So like, we weren't even on a contract. So it's like it didn't really actually affect us anyway. And if somebody asked us, we'd be like, we don't fucking know. We think it's weird here. But that's why we were in that room with all the chairs. We talked for like a full 20 minutes. Oh, and yeah. I was like, I was like what, is, what, what are we supposed to do? I think it's because he was like, I'll give you an hour to think about this before I make the call. And then you can stop me if you want. And I was like, why am I doing this? And that's why I was freaking out with you. I'm like, what? I was like, what? I cannot. I was like, that is too much for a person who was not involved with any of this to handle. Like. And I think he was doing it because he was looking out for you and me specifically and being like, I want you all to be free of this shit. Okay, pretty much. Like, if you want to pack your Pam. bags and bail, now's the time. It's like, <laughs> Yeah, but, like, he was also really good friends with Pam. And I think he just wanted to make sure that, like, I think what he saw was that he could shut this thing down in a second. But he was only doing it because he saw that, like, all of us were, like, an incredible anguish about this convention it had been for months and like i just i think he was now in the thick of it because he had seen us like coming in and out of meetings or whatever and right. then this was the first time that he was there for it and like saw it he's like yeah this sucks i want to shut it down and i have the power to do that should i shut it down and like i don't think he went to pam because pam would just like roll it off her back and not really consider anything that was like being told to her because i think she's not this isn't an insult towards her, but I think she just was like, you know, if something like that comes along, she's not gonna let it ruin her day, basically. You know, she's just gonna like be like, mm, like I'm not gonna really like fight you on this. And I'm gonna be like, mm. but he turns to if he turns to me or you, you know, you either of us would have been like, Yeah, no, we're not doing this. This is fucking stupid. So I think you ended up being like, I'm just gonna go to bed. You decide whatever you're gonna do. Just let me know if I need to pack my bags. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, good, great. But well, then we didn't even end up going to bed because then there was the cast party. 
But that's why I thought that's why I think it was on Saturday that we had this conversation. But it wasn't. So but I think it was. We'll let the let's let's okay, your listeners can call on in and let us know what they think was on Saturday or Sunday, given this story. Because that means we would have changed costumes like eight times on Saturday and there would have been no You're saying that you say that this is I think you wouldn't do that anyway. There was no reason for us to be in Torchwood on Saturday. I know we only wore Torchwood on Sunday, so I know we're right. I know well at least we know when Torchwood happened. We knew Torchwood is at the beginning of this and we knew that Repo was or sorry, Torchwood is at the end of this and Repo was at the beginning of this. And everything else in between is a fucking shit show right um then then that that you're right so after that we decided no i i i don't know if i told you this part but then i did meet up with him and he was like in his hotel room like by himself and like he was like do you want to like do this and i was like no and that's when i told him everything i was like we're just we're not gonna do this i'm not doing this like i'm gonna go to my room and just enjoy the remainder of this convention and i told him i'm like you know we have a show to do so like let us do the show. <laughs> like, like that's what I care about right now. I don't care about any of this other shit. I'm uninvolved. So that's what happened. Right. But it was fucking weird. Like, why was that ever even thrown at us? You know, like, it's like everything else. And it's like, I, I'm sure he saw every single time we were being pulled aside by these owners being like, oh, you have to fix these problems and trying to make us own responsibility for their shit so they could get away and say like oh they're they've been taking care of it but you and i weren't having it and he was probably like yeah i'm gonna shut it down you know mm-hmm. so anyway that's my theory do you want to talk about the cast party <laughs> <laughs> well at that point we were just like well i don't know how involved we are but i guess we could enjoy the night out with the guests and i think after all that all the guests we had and everything i think we only had the one guest go out with us right like i don't remember james um Hunt we had there. we had james hahn and we also had that writer Bettina, I think her name was. Oh yeah, Bettina like went. Yep. Yep, and that was it because we had. Oh yeah, okay. The story continues before we even get to the fucking party. Jesus Christ! And so, so okay, so Bettina and James Hahn went, but we had all these other guests that could have gone, but they were like done because they like hated this convention so much. There was no security. There's no protection for them. Um, I know M wanted to go up and formally invite Gareth and be like, hey, if you want to go, it's okay. Most of the people are gone. So she asked me to come up as her security. Mm-hmm. So I was like just dressed as a normal dude at that point. It's like, all right, well, I'll just throw on some of my black clothes then because yeah. whatever. Like I own a ton of that anyway. And so we went upstairs and like she knocked on his door and she's like, it's me. And he opened the door and she's like, I just want to thank you for coming to the convention. I'm trying. She was trying to save face for everything that had happened to him over the weekend. And I was just standing there. I didn't interact with him at all because I was like, I, I like in a way, like I did, I don't get starstruck. So like, that doesn't really bother me. And I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. It's just this guy. Uh, and also like, I was just like, enough's enough. Right. And I wasn't even security for Gareth. I was security for her because the two people that uh, she was running the convention with were like abusing her at this point, mentally and emotionally and physically. And I was like, and she was scared that, I don't know. She was scared that she was going to die. She, I don't know why that came up, but that was a whole thing. And I was like, not that, Katie, do you think I could have like protected her if somebody like came in with a fucking gun? Like it's me. It would have been better if I'd gone with him. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, yes, but I just happened to be there in that moment. So, like, we went up there. He didn't want to, like, come down. She went to the other guests and asked them if they wanted to go, and they all said no. But he did th- say thank you. Um, I remember her saying that she shook his hand and that he said he felt clammy. And I'm like, and she's like, it's almost like he was under the weather. And I'm like, I think he's just having an anxiety attack, personally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think like, he's freaking out. Yeah, if I have an anxiety cl- attack, I sweat. I don't know. Anyway, so so anyway, that's when we all met up and went up to the to the dinner, and you know it was just us, and we booked it at this. Well, we didn't book this, but Nefi had booked it at this. It's a honestly incredible. Yeah, it was incredibly beautiful in there. It was a beautiful Chinese restaurant. We also got like a lot of free stuff because we walked in there with James Hong, and they lost their minds. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh yeah. No. Oh wow. Like, they were, like, all about it. Because, I mean, he is a really famous actor, especially, you know, being of, like, you know, the same descent and everything. Like, it was a big deal he was at their restaurant. Right. I forgot that 
that happened. Like I'm pretty sure because that... that restaurant's still open down in Southie because I eat at the um when I go into Boston to go see shows now with my friend, uh, we eat at a um pot sticker place across the street from it. Right. And they're still open. There's a whole display case in their lobby if you go in and it, it should still be there. I'm pretty sure it's still there. All of the signatures and stuff that he did for them. Are you kidding me? That's so cool. Yeah, they like as we were leaving, they showed us the display case. They put it right in the display what was case the, before we even left. I really want to know what it's called because I'm going to Google right now. We'll see if I can find it fa- fast. But it was in Chinatown, right? Yeah, it's the Golden Garden. Is that what it's called? Pretty sure. Uh, well, it's it's a big. It's like this. It, you go on the inside, and it's like it was multi leveled, right? Yeah. Because we went upstairs. And it was beautiful. It was like it really looked like luxury. And on the st- on the level that we were in, there were we were we sat in a dinner theater. They had a theater in there. Uh, there wasn't anything happening. There was like barely anybody there. It was just like our tables, pretty much. Uh, I do you think they bought out the floor for that day, thinking that Leonard Nimoy was going to come and have dinner with us? Oh, I think they expected more people to show up for the dinner, and like only like twenty of us went because we were over oh, it. Oh, okay. Well. I, I I just remember it being beautiful up there, and I was, was like, gorgeous. I really like this. And it, we had so many drinks because they kept on giving us the drinks for free. Yep. Right. Oh, everything, pretty much everything. We like he ordered for the table that we were at. I don't know if he ordered for everybody, but he ordered for the table we were at. And I'm fairly sure they just kept bringing out extra stuff and extra drinks, and like they paid like maybe half the price of what they should have. Right. Oh, okay. It's not the Golden Garden. I think I found it. Is it the Empire Garden? Oh, maybe. That, I'm looking at pictures online. It looks this. This is definitely it. Yep, this is it. Okay. Okay. So the Empire. <laughs> I retract. Okay. Well, you were close. You said Golden Garden. So yeah. like, you you were just off. Yeah, and we had seats in their theater room that also had like a ballroom floor because I think they must do like I don't know dances and weddings and stuff there. So we sat there. You were with James Hahn. You can take it from here because I was like, I was drinking pretty heavily at this point, so I don't really remember. Well, what like it's just, you know, he started drinking for everybody started drinking heavily, so everybody's getting yeah. drunk. <laughs> I think I had a Scorpion Bowl. You know me, I'm not a huge drinker. Not- oh yeah, I forgot I had like three of those. <laughs> yeah. and I'm just I'm not a huge drinker, so I'm not a person that would like normally get drunk or anything. But like right. we were all talking about stuff, and we all got uh, all the women at the table were dubbed a wife of some kind. Yep um and yeah like we had like a really good time at dinner like like i said every once in a while they'd come over and he'd sign like something for the restaurant and then they'd bring food so it was kind of like an exchange of like you give us food we give you like all the james Hahn. We, we, we give you james Hahn. <laughs> and um we, i remember we were, like i said we were leaving and they showed us the display case yes and um, yeah. yeah like it was really cool and then <laughs> that's when we were heading back through and we stopped at the porn <laughs> store because because mr hong wanted to go inside yeah thank god we did because they got some good lube there yes but for our poor friend that was with him um had to explain to him all the different toys what they did yeah oh my god and it was like and i just remember i I remember m went in with us because they're like whatever Okay, but this is, like, totally the shit that M loves to do, though. Right, it was, like, nobody could take pictures of him in there or anything, but it was, like... Maybe that's why he wanted to go in. He's like, oh, let's go in here, because, like, nobody could come running up to me on the street now. Right. (laughs) Because we're in a porn store. (laughs) We're in a porn store with him. And then then we headed back to the hotel. Okay, wait, hold on. In the porn store, though, like, (laughs) you guys were all upstairs, and there was, like, a secret downstairs level that I had found, and nobody else went down there except for me. And it was, like... That's where, like, all the anal stuff was. Like, all the gay sex. And I was like, whoa. I, like, I, I think it was, like, one of those weird places, too, that had, like, the weird hookup booths in there, too. So, like, people were probably, like, cruising down there. And I was like, what's going on down here? And then I, like, went upstairs. I was like, guys, there's the craziest shit going on downstairs. And, like, nobody was there except for that one girl, Ash, I think. And you were all outside. You were all like, Ryan, where were you? It's like, don't worry about it. Yeah, don't, don't. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> so when we get back to the hotel and everyone, like I said, we're exhausted by then. We're like, okay, you know what? Let's just go to our hotel rooms. We're going to spend one more night and then we're all going to leave Boston and we're never going to talk about this again, except on a podcast like 12 years later. Well, and... it was bound to happen if it wasn't going to show up in one of her books. Right. And we were like, well, we're going back to our hotel room to play apples and apples. 
and James Hong is like, like, oh my God, this is before Cards Against Humanity. This is like yeah. probably where it was born. Yeah, yeah, we put Cards <laughs> Against Humanity with apples to apples and James Hong wanted to come play with us, so he did. Yeah, well, I mean, why would you say no to that? That seemed, we were having a good night. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, we, we finished the night with drunk apples to apples and um, he went back to his hotel room finally and then it was just, that was it. Like, we left the next morning. Yeah, right. I mean... Well, I didn't. I didn't leave that morning because Lindsay and I went back early. And then because I, I feel like we didn't talk about Lindsay being at this con at all. But see what happened. So I don't really know. So right. But like, but uh, you know, she was just like, "This was a shitty weekend." It's like it really was. And I have to go back to work tomorrow. And we had AAC the following weekend. I literally like this. You and I powered through two conventions in a row. Yep. I don't know in that. I think AAC was better. I don't remember what happened at that one, but like, it was like, we just went through two incredible weekends and we had these incredible experiences. They were two then, very yeah. different experiences. Okay. So wrap up though, what happened to this convention? Uh, Cause like, I don't, this is where I, cause I was in the middle of moving. To I know from what I understand, there was legal issues between M and the owners. Yeah. Um, and I'm is pretty sure that all, it ruled in M's way, favor. Right, but she was also away during the time during this, right? Like, they pulled this out when she went away to Japan? No, no, she went to Japan before the convention started. Uh, like, all the okay. stuff that they, like, screwed up happened while she was in Japan. Quote, quote unquote, screwed up. Like, like it was intentional. Up. Let's be real. Really okay. fucked it. Yeah. Like, without the lube that Ryan found at the porn store. Like, fucked it. I mean, I don't know if it would have made it better, honestly. It probably wouldn't have helped, no. No, nothing would have helped. So, I mean, like yeah. I said, long story short, I'm pretty sure that, like, it, everything, the, basically what happened was is it just filed bankruptcy. Like, the convention bankrupt, um, and we never heard from any of them except for M again. Yeah, but they, we know that they tried to defunct themselves from it and put all the debt on M, right? Is yeah. that what happened? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, I, here's the thing. If, like, we, if, I mean, we're, we're sitting here being, like, super secretive about it, but if you wanted to know this information, I'm pretty sure anything that goes through court then becomes a public record right yeah so you and can probably like, again this is almost like 12 years ago yeah also like who cares like it's just our ourselves lamenting about how horrible this convention was you know yeah dot 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 total silence <laughs> like, <laughs> like... <laughs> god this is, this is the heavy hour okay well i mean this has gone on long enough so that's it, yeah, it that's really the has. story that's, it. that's the nephi story um we've worked other conventions and have other horror stories i don't know if they're quite as bad as this one that's that's the worst i gotta say like in like the 20 years that i've been doing conventions that's probably the worst story hey yeah yeah it was i bad. don't know well, I'm sure we'll you'll have me back at some other point to talk about other things because we have so many lovely stories to share. But oh, God, this yeah. is the longest one that we'll ever do. This I can't believe this this is fucking hour long. I know, I don't want to listen to this podcast. <laughs> this is like the one that gets like a hit. Everyone's like, wow, that was like the most riveting tale of our entire life. Guys, if you wanna... listen all the way through, like and comment. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be like they're gonna be begging for you to have me back on the show, Katie. You know it. <laughs> like, oh, this is the end of the show. Bye guys. <laughs> All right. Well, All thanks right. everybody for tuning in, Ryan. Thanks for coming back and helping with that. Whew. Yeah, I'm getting a glass line. of water now. <laughs> yeah, like I need to go take a nap. <laughs> yeah, like get me an inhaler. I need. I need to breathe. <laughs> I, just, I need to go take a shower, wash this whole experience <laughs> off again. <laughs> oh my god. Um. But yeah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Ryan, is there anything we should promote while we're here? Yeah, uh, my main podcast is The Mutant Ages, and you can find that pretty much anywhere, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you listen to it on. Uh, It's an X-Men podcast where me and my best friend Maddie uh, watch every single incarnation of the X-Men that's not a comic book, and we compare it to the comic books, and we go over all the queer metaphors of the X-Men, and also any other marginalized class, and we also talk a lot about who Wolverine's dating and who he's boning, so it's a good time. Have a good night, guys. Goodbye.